You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast, clockradiospeakers.com. You can get all previous 390, what is this, 398? We're getting there. We're almost at 400, man. All right, we're almost at 400. Um, Previous 398 episodes. Uh, you can get that on clockradiospeakers.com um, as well as facebook.com. I think I said that. Whatever. Y'all know where, to, y'all know where we are, man. Doc, what's up, man? It's a good week, man. Yeah. It's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Things are good. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter or Instagram if you want, at doc underscore beats, S not a Z. Um, but I haven't posted much because I've been, I've been in experimental mode lately, trying, trying a lot of different stuff out, haven't really figured out what I'm doing now, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. But other than that, just follow the show at CRS yeah, podcast. Yeah. Shout out to the Patreon community. Oh growing, man. It's been wonderful. Growing fast. It's been great, man. We're, 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 we're on a little, we're on a nice little run. Um, so, you know, check out patreon.com slash CRS podcast. Um, $5 tier gets you guys access to full episodes uh, Spotify playlists for this episode will go live along with the, or shortly thereafter, um, we post the, uh, the actual episode, doc posts the episodes and I kind of handle the, the miscellaneous stuff. Um, and the $10 tier goes crazy. You get access to the CRS Dropbox. Uh, we are about to feed the streets with this episode. Like we are really about to hook y'all up. Um, we've been doing so and you guys have shown your appreciation and we appreciate that. Um, but we we about to go crazy today. I'm very excited of what we have in the tuck. Um, this episode in general is exciting to me. Um, this is this is gonna be really fun. So, what's up, man? Where we going? What's up? What we doing? I mean, obviously, you know, we got to talk about Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the Dropbox has nothing to do with Drake. We already took care of ten dollar tier tier with with Drake last week. Yeah. No. Um. um so you know, uh, real quick, got got to sort of close the thread on. On what we did, what we talked about before. So we'll just say CLB. CLB. Uh, as expected, there's no, to no one's surprise, debuted at number one, but, got, you know, broke some records along the way, apparently. And what is, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. And we've talked ad nauseum on this show and online and elsewhere about how like streaming works and like how the numbers get turned into sales and all this stuff. Real quick, so in case you haven't heard, Drake, uh, you know, it sold, I'm using air quotes, 613,000, which, you know, that'd be pretty good. But really, that's more like hundreds of millions of streams with very few actual sales. Mm-hmm. Um, the bigger news is that he has a record nine songs in the Billboard Hot 100. That's the like top, that's the pop charts, like the Hot 100's top 10. So nine out of the 10 with a way too sexy debuting at number one. And I think this is actually really illustrative of a problem i think that billboard has right now Mm, which is what they should have started a new chart they should have like marked the old that was they should have said listen that was those were the old days that's those are stodgy old number whatever they have to say to sell people but from now on we're gonna track things differently because Mm. what they're doing is they're turning streams into sales and it's just not at all how it works in any way shape or form 
And so you have artists like Drake who are able to, they know the rules and they can take advantage of it and they can work. Not they're not like fudging the numbers or anything like that, but they know, you know, artists and their and their people have gotten really good at understanding the buttons to press to make things look good. Because I'll tell you, like, if you think about like what we grew up on, you know, it's not like there are nine Drake songs that you hear everywhere you go in the country the way that like you would have heard nine songs from the top 10, 20 years ago, everywhere you go in the country. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It just yeah. doesn't work that way anymore. So it's more like these are the nine buzziest or not buzz. I mean, maybe buzzy is the wrong word, but it's like, you know, they're trying to equate. I bought this with money versus this has captured a certain amount of attention. And those are like just two different metrics. And so Mm -hmm. you have this disconnect, you know, where it's like, look, congrats to Drake. But like, in no way does this feel like he has nine smash singles on his hands. Right. But that's kind of what it looks like. And so you're the problem is like, like I said, they should have just start when they when they started doing streaming, they almost should have like started just started over. But I feel like they didn't understand how big streaming was going to matter. And then now they're at a point where they're like, well, it's. Maybe they feel like it's too late to start over or whatever. They probably love the attention, right? We're sitting here, we're sitting here on on the show talking about, you know, oh, billboard charts and everything else. When really, you know, th- this is what happens is when there's a big artist who has a really big album, they flood the top twenty to thirty with most of the songs from the album for like a week, and then it like drifts away, right? So, which is just a different model than it kind of used to be. So like, yeah, like Drake has you know, songs one through five on the hot 100. Will he have songs one through five on the hot 100 next week? Absolutely not. Because right. the first week buzz will have died down and then we'll get to see, okay, what's sticking from this album right now? Yeah. That was the question I was going to ask you. So out of these nine records, yeah, what, what songs are you like seeing stick? I mean, I really, I mean, I do really think that, um, <laughs> the video for way too sexy just kind of, and I think there are people who like want to love the stupidity of that song. Sometimes right. people like a silly song. I feel yeah. like that song leaves a lot on the table. Like it could, it could be like they could have gone like the video delivers on the promise of the song in a way that the song itself doesn't really deliver. Mm-hmm. But people like the video, and you know Drake and his team and his label had like the whole radio campaign like ready to go like they were working with radio stations to play 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 which is which is part of why he has so many songs in the top 10 right Kanye's team did none of this and they didn't start pushing Hurricane to radio until this week (laughs) right right so you know Drake knew what he was going for right it's the it's the equivalent of like the big opening weekend for a new blockbuster movie for sure right where it's like okay good you got the big first opening weekend but how's that second weekend looking how about that third weekend? Like, do you have right. the, do you, do you, do you have it sustaining? I mean, I feel like I'm not surprised that champagne poetry was number four because it's early on in the album and it rewards it's the that. Intro. <laughs> it's the intro. Um, it's also a record that people like. People really like it. Yeah. Um, anything sticking I, to you? And do you think anything has a chance to really stick? Fair trade. <sighs> I think fair trade is going to stick. Yeah. I think fair trade is going to stick. I think girls want girls. If anything, just might've got like the, the buzz of the the fake controversy, but I don't really hear people talking about that record. I'm um, also the buzz of the boost of having Lil Baby on the record that's going to automatically right. just get you ad- additional streams. Um, yeah, but I do think even though Travis Scott to give you a boost too, 
I, I do see a lot of people talking about fair trade. I do see a lot of people talking about um, Knife Talk too, which is interesting. Shout and out a lot to of Project people talking Pat about for a number five Billboard Hot 100. Song. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yep, yep, absolutely. It's, yeah, I, I think Fair Trade is next single. It's really interesting when you look at like the order on Billboard Hot 100 of the songs, and you realize just how much is like, oh, the songs that are earlier on in the album are the songs that do better once you take away like the songs with that are either the single or have really big name features the, after that point for the most part you can almost like run down the track list right which is like it's it to me like that puts sort of like it tells you everything you need to know about how people actually like check out music where like their attention is falling off yeah you could see it right here you know yeah. what I mean? And it has real connotations for artists. If you think about like, how do I structure my album? Like, you know, like why? Like it, if you want people to pay attention to a song on your album, you got to put it early. You, I mean, you, it, you know, there, it, you, there used to be like old rules to this where it's like, well, you know, you want a good intro, but then like the singles at like three or four, no, no, put the stuff all like the first four or five tracks better be the first four or five tracks on the album. But I remember that's how pop records used to work, like in the 80s and 90s. Mm. When I really first started studying music, I'm six and seven years old, looking at my parents' records collection, their tape collection. They would have, the single was the first song, if not the second song on the album. The second single was the second song on the album. You know, maybe the ballad that they put out as the third single would be like side B, but all the heavy hitters, they would, it would go back to back to back. So it, everything is cyclical, right? Yeah. But it, it, it also goes back to something like, you know, should artists just be doing the scary hours? Should they just be dropping EPs, maxi singles, three songs, you know? Because what people are doing, I don't even think that, you know, people will listen to the album and you know this, Doc, and then they're going to take their favorites. Yeah, and they add them to a and playlist. <laughs> they'll do a playlist. People, most people already have these playlists that are established. So, you know, if you have a Drake playlist, you just add it to your Drake playlist. If you have a, a moody playlist or uh, all of the, the the buttons that Drake pushes, add them to those respective playlists and you keep it pushing. You know, people listen to the album enough to feel like they they can talk about it and formulate an opinion or they just regurgitate something they heard and that they, you know, they jive with. Yeah. And then they keep it moving. Yeah. I, I don't think people are listening to it the way that, you know, not we, because I'm not trying to sound all high and mighty, but. Oh no, you know. I, we we I mean because we just come from a different era. Like we yeah, we exactly. just can, we just have a different relationship with music. Exactly, exactly. So, eh, you know, it is what it is. It is what, I just think it's I just think it's like I'm looking at this on Billboard right now. So yeah. it says, okay, number two, Girls Want Girls featuring Lil Baby, fifty-seven point four million streams, one point five in airplay audience. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? That's uh, that's 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 a metric for um, radio play. Okay. All right. So, so you've got radio stations that are just like, nope, we're playing this. Yep. It's Drake and Lil Baby. It's new. We're going to play. Right. That's right. Okay. 3,000 sold. Yeah. 3,000 people bought that, bought that single on like iTunes or Amazon. That's crazy. That's crazy. Fair Trade, 5,800 sold. Champagne Poetry, 1,900 sold. In the Bible, 800 sold. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Right, not buying the album. Somebody went individual and said, this is the track I want. The, people are buying their song. They'll buy the individual songs. And isn't it more expensive to do that? 
Well, if, if I buy but, nine Drake songs, then you I'm might as well buy you might as well buy the album. But what if you just want the one? <laughs> I mean that, but honestly, Doc, you're right though. That's how that's how a lot of people think. I mean, but you know, because we've got multiple eras now, right? We've got old people, like real, like no, truly. I mean, like you, I'll call so, but like let's just say, like from the CD era. But then you have people who maybe their listening habits were defined during the the iTunes era, where they really did go, "Oh, let me buy this, buy this, buy this, add it to my library." And yeah, they probably stream as well, but they want their library, you know? For sure, for sure. I don't know. I think it's more so when I speak to that stuff. You know, clearly I'm talking about like the independent artists and just making sure that you have different ways, you know, like even, I mean, God, even like Bandcamp is functional and I love Bandcamp. Y'all know I've been on Bandcamp for years, but you know, like I'm rebuilding my website again and I'm thinking about if if and when I put out another project, I wonder if I'm just going to go website, Mm. web store, like not even Bandcamp. You get the MP3s, you get the waves, you get a folder that I create and craft that has all the stuff in there. And then on the website, I give you instructions on how to, you know, add it to your iTunes, add it to your preferred streaming platform. Maybe. Hmm. So here's an interesting thing. This uh, Maybe we can end this on uh, on, the, on the Drake recap. So yeah, we said we weren't going to talk about this long. So but real quick, <laughs> if you look at his previous uh, solo records, I'm not going to count like, so what's my name and work? Those are Rihanna records that he guessed on. Those were also number one records but his first number one record that like he is the artist was one dance and that was in 2016 right and so he had a bit after that one dance god's plan nice for what in my feelings right all of those all those four records at least eight weeks at number one right they were like long standing like those were like records that really dominated radio and dominated clubs dominated everything right Mm -hmm. his last three tuesday slide what's next way too sexy now we'll see on way too sexy, but all three of those they only spent one week at number one, mm. because what Drake's trying to because Drake, these Drake's making you know these are microwave records basically, mm. right? He's getting the one week he's getting the one week number one, but there's they're not lasting, right? So you because so, you get that you get the headline number one record or n- nine in the top ten, and then then what? So then is it is it realistic to expect him to have? the classic album is it realistic for him to have or is it realistic to expect these like traditional metrics out of him when you know he's kind of going for that but he's really going for this i mean i think i, just, re- I wish yeah. i, I wish i would have pulled up something that somebody said on our patreon they made an excellent point about drake and i i totally forgot what it was but i just remember there was a point that i wanted to bring up anyway yeah um i think if Dra- i think like <laughs> If Drake thinks that like this is the metric of success, and I mean, look, why wouldn't he? I mean, what do you think he? You think he he and his? I mean, maybe I don't know. I think some artists would be like sitting here being like, "Oh, the reviews weren't that well, weren't that great." I don't know. I'm pretty sure Drake is like, "Look at these Billboard headlines. Look at this first week sales." He's like, "Yep, mm-hmm. we did exactly what we set out to do." Yep. Now, what is surprising to me is that he has not announced the tour. It's coming. Well, wouldn't you? I mean. The time for the announcement was like the perfect time. If you were like really like everything was set up, like you you announce it when those like oh nine out of the top ten and blah blah blah, and you still got all the buzz and everything else. Like let's get let's get, even if the tour is not starting for months and months, let's get that announced. Tickets go on sale because ah. people are talking about Drake right now. People are gonna stop they, talking about Drake pretty soon. All he has to do is one thing, and it'll it'll <laughs> pop back up. Like it's like. These things, because all you have to do is have one thing that puts you in the news for that day. 
you're already Drake, so it don't take much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think about like what Cole did or what Tyler did. Like they let the music, they gave space for the music. Cause sometimes you don't want to like, you don't want to, uh, dang, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't want to do too, you don't want to put too much into the space. So if you put album, video, tour announcement all into a day, like that's a lot. Like yeah. I feel like, I feel like album and video work. That's pretty traditional. YouTube is its own individual platform and video court, of course, social media is, puts a huge emphasis on visual. So that's going to exist in that world. Um, and it doesn't cross contaminate with streaming, even though streaming, you know, services video. You let that die down for a little bit. You let people get acclimated to the records and they're saying it. They're saying the same thing that you're saying, Doc, like, yo, you know, man, when Drake announces this tour, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. So I wouldn't be surprised next week, even the week after. Probably not too far because they know Kendrick is, is creeping in, in the fog. Right. But I wouldn't be surprised if next week we got a tour announcement. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's space. Maybe we just got to be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Drake has, Drake has plenty of space. Drake will do just fine um, with, you know, when he announces a tour. He'll be just fine. Yeah. As far as ticket sales. Would you, would you go see this tour? Probably. He, I mean, he puts on a great show. He puts on a fantastic show. Okay. Like when I saw, I guess, oh, it was the Aubrey and the Three Amigos tour. That's right. You did go to that. That was a good show. Okay. I mean, he plays, I mean, you know, Drake's got a lot of records. That's what I'm saying. He's got like, a lot of records. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of pissed I didn't go to like a, a Take Care tour or if you're reading well, this tour, yeah. tour, like, you know, because it's like these CLB records don't really do it for me. But that's the other thing that a lot of Drake fans talk about is like, oh, you guys are, his albums are growers and like, okay, sure, maybe, maybe. But I feel like I would go see this because I haven't seen Drake perform. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm behind. Um, let's just go ahead and make this happen. See, I give it another week, two weeks at the most, but another week. We'll get it. We'll get it to our announcement. Another thing. Okay. Last thing. Yeah. Promise is the last thing. <laughs> When you're talking about sales and stuff, he just restocked all of his merch, all his Nike merch. And the only difference is, is now they have options to buy digital and pre-order vinyl. So I know we keep saying the last thing on this. I feel like, am I, am I crazy or did like the Drake, like there, I felt like, I felt like there would be more Drake Nike like buzz like when this album came out, like merch that people were going crazy over, but like that didn't really happen. Right? No, he was supposed to do Nike and Chrome hearts. And I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. He was, he's supposed to come out with these, like I've seen his collab with Nike. They look like K-Swiss. They're not, it's not a good shoe. It's not mm. a good shoe. It looks like a regular, it looks like a cross trainer that you would see in East Bay for like $79.99. It's all white. It's not good. It's not good. Um, but you're right. I don't know, but, Again, Drake doesn't have any style. All the merch that I've seen of his has, has been ugly. It's not good. I like the socks. The socks are fire. That's about the extent of it. And Nike clothes just fit bad. Mm. Nike clothes do not fit well. Do not fit well. Shorts. Shorts are good. Shorts are good. But shirts fit uh, their shirts and their, especially for somebody taller. It's so crazy. You would think that with them being an athletic brand, that they would have like the big and tall on lock. They do not. <laughs> they do not. I'm done talking about Drake, man. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about Fat Joe and Ja Rule. 
Let's talk about who I am. All right, let's talk verses. You pull up a list. So I, I was I was foolish and forgot this was happening last night. Shout out to Ashanti. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I walked right into that right one. Into that. Man, yes, you did. Man. Um, so going into it, I think yeah. my concern was I was like, does Fat Joe have enough? Mm-hmm. And when I, so I, I think we should go track by track. Yeah, let's go. Let's go round by round. Let's okay. do it. All right. Um, but so going in, did you have any, did you have any major expectations? No, I really, my expectation was that Ja was going to win. Yeah. But Joe was going to surprise a lot of people who were not familiar with his discography. That is not what happened. Mm, okay. So let's see. Uh, is this true? So I didn't, I didn't catch the very opening. So round one is Flow Joe against It's Murder? Yeah. Yep. That's rough. Yeah. Joe does Flow Joe. Like, <laughs> so one of the things that people complain about with like Rolling Loud and even with, with Summer Jam is when you're watching the live stream, what a lot of the youths don't understand is that the crowd isn't mic'd up. So you can't hear the crowd at all. So people yeah. be like, yo, this crowd is dead. Like, no, it's loud there. You just can't hear them. Whereas this versus crowd was mic'd up. So when you hear, you would hear roars when certain records would come on. Yeah. So they get excited when Fat Joe comes out. They get excited when Ja Rule comes out. Make some noise, y'all. Y'all ready? Let's do, we talking <laughs> trash, whatever. Yeah. And then you hear, let's go. New York City. Wow, and the crowd is just like, Ugh. I mean, a lot of those people are like, what song is this? Yeah. It wasn't a groan like, a, oh, my God, I can't believe he played that. It was like a, uh, it, was a it was a confused groan. Right. So that's that's the record you're opening with. Yeah, I, I'm honestly it makes sense because it's his first record, mm. but it's not a record that people go to when it comes to like Fat Joe has three careers low key. Everything that he did before pun, pun, and then after pun's death. Those are his careers. And the, the, the pre-pun stuff is like DITC and Success, Jealous One's Envy, uh, Ish Is Real, the DJ Premier remix. Like Those records ring off for me because I love that era of hip hop, but not in the verses. Yeah. Okay. Um, and real quick, and so the the general atmosphere was the two of them very clearly were like, oh, so we're gonna we're gonna amp this up for sure. We're gonna play. We're watched, gonna play. We're gonna play a role. Yep, yep. We 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 watched Dipset and the Locks. We watched Soldier Boy and Bow. It felt more Soldier Boy and Bow Wow than Dipset and the Locks to me. Um, yeah, with Dipset and the Locks, there was always that element of like not quite danger, but like that you were about that there was always a, a risk. Even if they had talked about some of the stuff, they're like, this could go off the rails at any time. Yes. Jim Jones is involved. Exactly. <laughs> this could go exactly. anywhere. Styles P is involved. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It was never, it was like Soldier Boy and Bow Wow where they're saying really disrespectful stuff. Yeah. But it's, it's just regular jargon that, you know, some groups are like, man, I talk crazy to some of my friends and I don't mean any of it. Yeah. You know, you just do it. It's just it's good, clean fun. But when, them, when it's murder dropped, I yeah. was like, uh oh. <laughs> it's like we're we're in for a long night yeah so that's that's ja rules up one nothing that's ja okay next round so joe recovers a little bit plays my lifestyle it's a good record a little bit 
Eh, yeah. And then Ja Rule plays Can I Get Her. Yeah. 2-0. Ja's not playing. Yeah. I like Live My Lifestyle. I think if he opens with Live My Lifestyle, that's a better move. I, I agree. But, yeah. Can I Get Her? That's a hit. Yeah. But we're going to get into this. Like, Joe beat some hits. He did. He beat some hits. But we'll, we'll get there. So next up is I Shot Your Remix. Yes. Versus Murdergram. This is the round. This was my round. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were very excited. Because when he does I Shot You, first of all, nobody thinks of Fat Joe when they think of I Shot You. That's what I was going to say. Like, no disrespect, Joe, but like, you know, he's probably the least, no, the least thought of verse on that record. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because even Prod- I mean, at least Prodigy and Keith Murray have the story of dissing each other on the song. You know, Foxy has a standout performance and LL, you know, this is everybody. Right. So there's that. Um, I don't care, though, because I Shot You is one of the greatest <laughs> posse cuts of all time. That beat is amazing. And I was really happy to see Fat Joe do it. Now, the other thing that I, I started to realize at this point was Fat Joe has a, a live ad libber. So he has somebody on his side who is who I get. He probably paid to like. Hey, memorize all of my songs. So in the event that I lose my place, I can follow your lead. Mm. It was crazy. It was, it was a guy and he has a slightly higher voice than Joe, but he's literally rapping the entire verse with Joe. So Joe's not playing like the song. You know, these, these new rappers are playing the song. He had, a, he had an actual guy, a terror squad a, flunky. A terror squadian. That's a, that's a, a terror squadian. <laughs> Yes. That's a step up from, you know, weak guy. It's nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're not a weak guy. You're a terror squadian. And then when Murder Graham came on, I, I got up and ran around the house. <laughs> that, woke, that woke me up because Ja said, I knew you were going to play this. I got something for you. And when that Murder Graham beat came on, I, it took everything in me not to scream because my kids were asleep. I love Murder Graham. I love Murder Graham. Please, somebody find me that beat. Please, somebody find me that beat. Yeah, that's a t- it's a tie. That's a tie. Yeah, no I, way in the world I'm picking a winner. I can see that. I'm down with the tie there. So it's yeah. 210 or 201. Two, 201. Yeah. All right. Shout Jersey. So this title playlist, are you looking at a title playlist right now? I'm not looking at anything. I'm following your lead. I, I couldn't find a. Yeah. So for some reason, they have the paper touching remix. Yeah, so Joe was it was weird. Joe was playing Joe would do like two songs in a round. Yeah, and then and then and then the enemy. Mm-hmm. Versus Holla Holla. Yeah, he should have just did the enemy. Like right. doing the two songs. He again, he Fat Joe studied the mess out of that locks dipset battle. He, he might have taken the wrong lessons. He did. Yeah. He did. He should not have done the paper touching remix. No. No. Straight into the enemy. Enemy is cool, but you know, Holla Holla didn't really ring off either. That's a record, man. That should have. Eh, eh, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think Ja takes that round. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Can I find this list? Not looking good for, for Fat Joe right now. It's it's yeah. So now we get to, you know, okay, so uh Remy comes out mm-hmm. because we get the Annie Up remix. Yep. And twins with, with Remy rapping Big Pun's part. Yeah, that was a mistake. Tell me why. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna bring Remy out with Annie up, just let that be your round. Well, but Fat Joe's not if, on 
He's not, but we're gonna get there. That didn't, that didn't, that, that didn't stop him for other parts too. No, one of not the funniest, one of the funniest things I've yes. seen. Hilarious. So if you're gonna bring Remy out and have her do the Andy Air remix, let that be around, right. or do one of your, do a song, tease a song of yours, and then go into and have rap over Andy up, and then have yeah. Remy come out and do her verse or something like that. Yeah. Or don't do it at all. Yeah. And just go into twins. Twins alone will do it. Twins alone will do it. And then Ja is like, all right, it's time to play some hits. And he plays Between Me and You. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one, man. Yeah. So I, I, I took a poll when I was on Twitter. Yeah. Um, people really like when I live tweet the verses. So it's cool. Um, I said, does twins beat Between Me and You? And I got more yeses than noes. I got maybe one no. I got about four or five yeses. So I, I'll, give the, I'll, give the, I'll concede and give the round to Joe. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Might be close to a tie. Between me and you, it's a style clash. I was surprised Ja played that so early. Me too. Well, there's some, you know, he he didn't make a ton of mistakes, but there are some mistakes that were made. A couple. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. He could have saved that one. (laughs) He could have. There's a a low spot in this battle. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, So Joe's picking it up now because he plays all the way up, which of course he's going to play. Yeah. I'm, I'm really shocked. That it was this early for all the way up this early. That's He's feeling crazy because you know, Jaws bringing out hits. Yeah, but also they had that kind of scripted banter about like all Jaws hits are from the past. You know, all this kind of a thing, and like they they had clearly set some benchmarks along the way. For sure, this was scripted. For sure, with they maybe a little bit a, of improvisation. Yeah, yeah, they got that from a uh, X and yeah X and Snoop. Yeah, and uh, Jaro plays living it up. This is the first time Ja does these like elaborate buildups <laughs> to songs that don't. Oh, he talked about this song for five minutes and then burr, burr, people were like, hey, yeah, that's living it up. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Shout out to Stevie Wonder. Great song. But living it up earmarks a time that is not quite nostalgic yet. Not yet. 2001. There are parts of 2001 that people love. Um, the totality of it is not quite <laughs> yet. Not yet. Not yet. So that's, wait, what did Joe do that round again? All the, uh, all the way up. Yeah, I got all the way up. All right, I'm trying to go back. I haven't been counting. I need to keep track here. Okay, so oh, okay. hold up. Sorry. I can, I can keep track. For Enemy versus uh, Hala Hala, we had Hala Hala taking that one? Yeah, sure. That's a wash to me, but sure. And then twins versus between me and you, you had Fat Joe. Yeah. And then two, 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 one. And then all the way up, we had. Is that are you? T- you taking Fat Joe? I got Joe. Joe. Yeah. So that's Ja Rule's up. It's it's three two with one tie. If I'm under, if I'm got three, that right. Three two one. Okay. Got it. Um, I hope I counted that right. Someone's someone's keeping track at home, and they're like, no. All right, one, two, three. That's not two two one. Four. Yeah, that's close enough. <laughs> no, this might come down to okay. Okay, hold, hold up. All right, all right. Let's okay. So hold on, hold on. So Flojo, okay. So Flojo ja and, and that- Fat Joe. So we got we got Fat Joe or we got Ja Rule there. Yep. Uh, we got can I get my lifestyle versus can I get a? That's Ja. We got Ja Rule there. Yep. All right. I shot your murder gram. That's a tie. That's a tie. Enemy holla holla. That's Ja. That's Ja. Uh, twins between me and you. That's that's twins. That's Fat Joe. Yep, all the way up, living it up. 
all the way up. Oh, so fat that's three for Fat Joe then, right? No, it's two. Two. Okay. Three, all two, right. one. You three, had two, it one. Right. Like I said. Yep. All right. So now he plays John Blaze. <sighs> yeah. But then he plays still not a player. Yeah, he messed up. Sure. He messed up. Here's here's a one way he messed up. He didn't he didn't let the intro to John Blaze play. <sighs> the it just went straight into the beat. I missed this part. I, I got a, I, I, I cut out and then I came back when he was playing still on a player. So he, he didn't play the string intro? No, it just went into the, it just went to the drums. Boom, doom, doom, dun, dun, went straight into that. So it was kind of anticlimactic because yeah, that's a the mistake. best thing, that's a great beat drop. It's a great beat drop. And man, if, that's one of those things where it's like, could he, if he gets Nas to come out there, that's, people go yeah, crazy. I'm thinking like who could, who could go on it? I mean, even if you bring out Raekwon, like Raekwon is probably available. Raekwon is already in that versus like ecosystem. I mean, Jada was there. Jada was there, but you bring Jada, they want Jada for the end. Sure. So it's, it's, who else is on that record? It's Fat Joe, Nas, Nas Raekwon, Big Pun. Okay. Can't. So Raekwon is, so literally it's, it's Raekwon, Jada Kiss or Nas. I don't think Nas would, would do it. Uh, Jada's already there for another record. So you literally have Raekwon yeah. and Raekwon's kind of like the least of three. Like people right. are like, oh wow, right. Raekwon. But yeah, cool. I think you're right. You got to let that intro go. Yeah. You got to let the intro go. That kind of messed it up. Um, and he plays still not a player. And <laughs> makes the amazing claim that because he executive produced, he's like, I produced it. <laughs> John Rose talking about like, you know, hit the buttons. <laughs> yeah, dog. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I loved their banter. Joe was doing a great job of neutralizing the banter to me. It's just that Ja was smacking him in the face with, with records. Joe, Joe, Joe would say something. I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Like, neutralize it. And Ja would be like, it's cool. I got another one. Wow. Well, and then Ja Rule plays Down Chick, we'll call it. Yeah. With uh, Miss uh, Charlie Baltimore. Yeah, no, no, no Charlie B. Moore. Yeah. That's, um, that's probably, honestly, like, that's probably Joe. Even I though guess. it doesn't, like, to me, him playing Still Not a Player almost disqualifies him. <laughs> it it was whack especially when you're in these later rounds you if you're gonna play that if you're gonna pull the pun card like that you could have played that in those later rounds when you were playing god knows what well what you do and this is why he took the wrong lesson from the the last verses you do a big pun medley Tribute. yeah and then you end with twins yeah and that's like a knockout blow yeah yeah, he could have did. Still not a player, one hundred percent. Right, all a whole whole thing, and then banned from TV. Right, yeah. and then Remy comes out, and people lose their mind. Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. I'm hey, giving I that. I, I don't love that song from Job, ja, but I'm giving it to Job ja because I'm disqualifying <laughs> disqualifying <laughs> Fat Joe from that round. All right, I don't care. That's fine. okay. So we're we're for it. That's a kind of a wash to me because I'm not crazy about the Job ja record, yeah. and I don't like the execution of what Joe did. That's a wash to me. So. We'll, we'll keep that score four two one as yeah. of right now. All right, Fat Joe plays. Ha ha! Slow down. But but Bob's Ja, will, oh, go ahead. I'll say because I love that record and but, it just yeah. crickets. Well, Ja will plays. Put it on me. Not only does he play, put it on me. Yeah. He brings out Lil Mo. Yeah. And then he brings out Vita. Knockout. And then they do the whole song. Yeah. Well, you're gonna knockout blow. Yeah. Like Joe was that was Joe was reeling after that. So no, no way. Jaru gets it. 
Yeah, Fat Joe will catch him a little flack. He was uh, his trash talk against Lil Mo and Vito was uh, people not happy about that today. <sighs> yeah, went a little far. He 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 went a little extra. It was kind of like it was similar to what the baby did, where it was just unnecessary. <laughs> it like if he's in the moment, you're talking trash. Like I get it, I get it, but like man, 2021, you you got you got to be mindful. There's a camera on you. You got to be careful what you say, man, because they'll streets to get you so he can't even be celebrated today because that's like a, a bit of a black eye mm. on on his night so well, it doesn't matter jaro wins that round 100 <laughs> all right next up is <laughs> that joe plays don cartagena i laughed so hard when i heard this record i told you i said there's no way in the world because you're right 98 is like one of his commercial peaks right it's this the, was the, it's the first time he has commercial success. This was the lead single from that album. It was. Just it, because Diddy was on it and it was produced by Hitman. Yeah. And I like that song. Don Cartagena is a dope record. I mean, it kind of sounds like a life after death throwaway. Mm. Lord, it's all, yeah. I mean, like stimulus. Yeah, stimulus package stuff that, that Puff and, and Big, if Big was still alive, would have gave away to. And, uh, and Job plays the one, the only thug loving. Of course. Of course. I felt like it was a little early for Thug Lovin'. I ain't gonna hold you. I hate that song. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Is that the a tie? Prob- <laughs> it's kind of a wash. Like, I guess I'll give it to Fat Joe to make it competitive because I like Don Cartagena and I don't like Thug Lovin'. But the problem was, was Joe was, Joe was befuddled. Mm. Like, coming off, of, coming off of, like, Put It On Me, and then you hear, Put It On Me is such a big record. It felt like a big moment, a big song. Vita comes out, you know, Lil Mo's out there. Lil Mo sounds great. Vita sounds great. They're all together. Like it was, it was so perfect. And then like Don Cartagena sounded really tiny in those speakers. Mm. It just didn't sound as big. It, it was like, it, it sounded like a tiny record. I mean, you're like, look, we're, we've been studying Kanye for the last month. And Kanye's playing these records in these stadiums with, you know, 10, 20, 30,000, not 30,000, 10,000 people, 12,000 people in the stadium. Like, yeah, Don Cartagena yeah. wasn't going to work. But if we're just going song for song, like, I'll make it competitive and I'll, I'll pick Fat Joe with that because I do not like Thug Lovin' at all. Uh, I, I, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm fine with that. All as long right, as we so, don't do too many of these to say, quote unquote, keep it competitive. But we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, listen. <laughs> it's about to get ugly in a minute 